You're listening to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Podcast with your host, Maggie Magan. Hi, small business owners. Welcome to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Podcast, where we focus on creating brilliant breakthroughs for the small business owner. FYI, this is also the name of the number one Amazon best-selling book for small business and entrepreneurship. The good news is you can find this book in paperback as well as ebook form. Just so you know which one it is on Amazon, type in Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner. And the subtitle is Fresh Perspectives on Profitability, People, Productivity, and Finding Peace in Your Business. And okay, so today I'm going to help you out so we don't confuse you. The first book in the annual series came out in two, excuse me, 2017. And that one was a pretty blue one, like a sapphire blue. And we want to thank you for making us a number one bestseller. So for the last 55 or so episodes of this podcast series, we've been interviewing the 2017 authoring team. Now we've switched to our 2018 authoring team. And this is really cool because the 2018 book will be releasing on November 14th in 2018. And just so you know which one it is, because that's what we're talking about today, it's the Emerald Green cover. Same title, just Emerald Green. So today's conversation is with one of those Emerald Green authors (laughs) from the 2018 book. Ah, now hopefully we got that covered. I just want to say hi, rock stars. As usual, this is Maggie Mongan, and I'm the creator of the Brilliant Breakthroughs Annual Business Book Series and a number one best-selling business author. I'm a business coach and trainer and known as a small business success influencer. Today, we're honored to have one of our 2018 authors, Kelly E. Andrew, with us to talk about your business's profitability and how you can go ahead and support it by learning how relationship building happens in the 21st century specifically. So I want to say welcome, Kelly E. Andrew. I love authors who use their middle initials. (laughs) Thanks, Maggie. I'm happy to be here. Cool, cool. Well, everyone, Kelly's chapter is the first one in the 2018 book, and it's titled The Inbound pipeline to success. And Kelly, you covered a lot of ground, like amazing ground in your chapter. You um, essentially gave everybody the cheat sheet on inbound marketing, didn't you? I did. Yeah. And boy, everybody needs to read it. There's no doubt about it. But I, I know that you've only scratched the surface. So I, I thought maybe we should probably start at the beginning and see how far we can take this. And um, gosh, over the next year, we're going to be interviewing you like six different times. So we have a lot that we can discuss. And I'm going to encourage everybody to keep following up and checking out what um, everyone is saying. And in particular, Kelly, because she's going to tell you how to build relationships right. So Kelly, I have my first question for you. Can you handle one? I'm ready. Okay, cool. The first one is probably the most important one, and it is, what is this whole 
internet marketing, inbound marketing thing. These are terms that a lot of people are talking about. And yet I believe many small business owners aren't quite sure what's going on. Sure. Yeah, I mean, inbound is a, a, a buzzword, certainly, but it does make sense when we think about um, traditional marketing has been very outbound focused. So we've used a lot of advertising, we've um, kind of yelled our message at our consumers, if you will, and inbound is the exact opposite of that. So it's um, providing our consumers what they're looking for, uh, making sure that we're not yelling at them and annoying them and bombarding them with our stuff. It's really um, cultivating that real relationship online. And um, even though many of us, you know, may have a hard time going there and we may want to think, oh, it's the personal relationships are the best and I'm going to build my business through, you know, seeing people face to face and one on one, even those relationships you can take online. And those people are online. So it's it's foolish to think that we can just avoid this whole internet marketing thing and, and do it all in person because even the people that we're seeing on per, in person are online. And you can share your message and, and cultivate that deeper relationship with them there. Okay, okay. Hold, hold, hold on. Sure. <laughs> Let's unpack that just a little because I want to make sure everybody gets this. Last century, we were all about broadcasting. If we think of radio and commercials and all of that, we're on the right track. That's um, outbound. Yep. The, the pushing outward. And Last. It's over. it's over, Maggie. Outbound is over. <laughs> I can't say that enough to small businesses who, you know, they, they want to do something and they think this is an easy, it might be, I should put something on the radio or I should make a TV ad or those are the things that are gonna work. People are paying not to see those ads. Think about our subscription TV services, our subscription music services, streaming everything. Those days are over. Um, and that's, that's what I really wanted to make sure is people understand there is a distinct difference between Outbound and inbound, because if they know what outbound is, and we're all familiar with it, they'll better understand what we're about to talk about. Right. And, and I love how you said, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> I because, can't say it enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't. And I love that. And I want to make sure you say it every time we're doing this, because I think we need to be reminded of that. And and you're right, because we pay to not have advertisements. And then people get upset when we're clicking on things and maybe like Facebook figures out what we're up to and then they start marketing stuff to us. And that- It's annoying. <laughs> it's annoying, yeah. So this is part of that and a whole lot more. Isn't that pretty good considering we're some authors and a whole lot more. <laughs> Yeah, but we're going to pick it apart. I think um, one of the things that's really cool about this year's book, The Green Book, is this unintentional thread of an idea of the platinum rule, which people may or may not have heard of, but it showed up in so many of the chapters, even though they were on a, a vastly different topics. And in my chapter, I talk about the platinum rule in terms of treating people how they want to be treated, which means 
people are online for a purpose. They're searching for what they need. They're, you know, they're, they're looking at their own pace and they're buying that way. So if we don't start thinking about marketing in terms of treating our consumers how they want to be treated, they're just going to turn us off. They will have the power to do that. They already do. And, and you brought up a really good point. They are looking to do research and to build relationship and feel good. So when they make the purchase, they know that they have a solid purchase. And so often the stats reveal, oh, not so often, all the time, the stats reveal that there's an enormous amount of research before a purchase is made out. And most of it occurs without the company even know that they're being sought out. Right. There's a quote in my chapter about um, how consumers are behaving. And it said, basically, they can skip the salesperson if they want to. We have to let them do that because they are doing it already. They don't want to have to call you to get pricing. They don't want to have to call and talk to someone. And it doesn't matter what your product or service is. They are very independent. and they really want to be able to go at their own pace. And the great thing about that is that it, it changes your sales cycle. So they're more prepared to buy when they actually, you know, get into your sales team. But we in the inbound marketing sector have to prepare them for that sale. And that's really, you know, the goal of what we do. See, now that makes a lot of sense to me because we're educated. We have all this information available that we didn't have available 20 years ago, you know, like at the turn of the century. So now, you know, we don't want to be bothered with salespeople. Hi, how are you? Blah, 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 blah. Nobody wants that anymore. That's old school. We just want to say, okay, you know, this is what I'm thinking. I have these questions and boom. So I, I love that you're bringing this up now that that is so last century and we need to because cons, um, our customers are behaving differently we have to engage with them differently yeah. and if we don't we miss out don't we absolutely wow okay so now that i i made you hit pause <laughs> and go back and really help everybody understand the old way doesn't work you know, and it's, it's not theory, it's how we behave. And I'm sure everybody's going, oh yeah, I, I'm like that. So now, go on, Kelly, I did interrupt you. You were, you were beginning to talk about inbound a little more. No, I think, um, you know, we'll, obviously I'll be back to go into the, all the details of it, but it's a really, it's a simple kind of funnel. The pipeline that I talk about is a funnel and it's taking people who are strangers to your website and then engaging them with content, whether it's blogs, um, eBooks, downloadable things, and things that they're looking for, valuable things. And what we're doing is trading them information about them for information about our company. So they're maybe starting by giving us their email address and we're giving them a free checklist or something. Um, then once we've started to engage with them, we can gather more and more information and we can detail out our product even more. So maybe further into that relationship, we're asking for more information about them to be able to give them exactly what they're looking for. So that's kind of our conversion where we've got information about them, 
now we're we're learning more we're building that relationship and and the goal of that is to then close the sale um you know get more sales get them to a place where they're ready to either a talk to a real person on your sales team or b press buy you know online and then finally the final piece of this which we don't want to glaze over at all is delighting those customers Mm. How can we make sure that they know that they're cared about? Are we asking them questions? Are we interacting with them online? Are we surveying them? Are we finding ways to tell them how much we care about them so that in turn they become promoters of our business and they start referring, you know, they start telling people about us and singing our praises and filling up that pipeline again. Okay. That's a lot. It is. But, but what you revealed in the middle of all that is if we do our marketing in this new way called inbound we we are providing content providing valuable information we're educating our customer so when they do introduce themselves to us the sale process is efficient mm-hmm yeah, wouldn't that be awesome to say to your sales team, I'm going to make your life easier. Like you are going to get more qualified prospects who are ready to make this sale. Um, we're going to make you more effective by implementing this inbound marketing strategy. That's a pretty powerful thing to say to a team. Right. So last century, everything was heavy sales and sales still is crucial. Do not disregard that, everyone. We had somebody address sales in the 2017 book that was exceptional. Okay, so sales is important, but now, depending upon what the product is, the sales cycle, the actual sales, not sales and marketing, the sales cycle may be compacted because of all of the relationship building that Inbound provides, and you're going to tell us about that, as well as all of the education we are providing to our potential customers, right? Absolutely. Okay, so this is huge because this is almost a flip in how small, small business behaves from last 20 years ago. It is. It's a, it's a, it can be scary because it's so different because it is absolutely a 180 turn from we are not shouting at people, we are not you know, um, they're, they're just not going to take that anymore. They don't have to because of technology, because of the world that we live in. So we are taking a completely different approach, but I kind of love it because relationships, man, they last longer. That client's going to come back to you, you know, time and again, because you've built something with them and, and it's real, even though it's online, it is a real relationship. Right. And, and that was one of the questions I wanted to ask you, Kelly, and I think we already started going there is why is this so important for the small business owner to really understand and start stepping into and, and I bet you can add a little more to it than what we already started. Yeah. I mean, I think we're going to have to do a whole new podcast on this. <laughs> on this um, it's not like 200, but. <laughs> but I mean, so there's a couple key points that I want to make today on why. One of them is sustainability. You businesses don't last. We know that small, it's a struggle to stay in business as a small business. Mm -hmm. 
And by investing in this type of relationship building, you are investing in the long-term marketing credibility of your business. Google isn't going away. You know, search is not going away. So by doing this type of work, you are sort of putting a cumulative um, capacity online. So it, it's kind of like investing, you know, start early and every little bit that you put into it today is going to give you results in a year, in a couple of years, if you're consistent with it, um, which is pretty cool for businesses that are, that are here to stay and that are saying, I'm going to be in business five years, 10 years, 15 years from now. This is definitely the way to go. Um, and the other, oh, the other thing that, the other key point on this that I want to make, and in my chapter, I have an interview with a CPA who also knows about, um, he's a business valuator. So if the time comes in your entrepreneurial journey where you're going to sell your business, you're ready to make that next step, go on to that next thing, you're going to have to do a business valuation. And what he shared with me was that a key piece of this business valuation is if that person has confidence in your future cash flow. Well, what inbound does is it it's all about data. So if you're you're showing proven success by saying, I know exactly by investing this amount in marketing every year, I know exactly, you know, how much traffic I'm gonna get to my site, how many leads are typically gonna come out of that, how many sales are gonna come out of my leads, and it's all tracked and it's documented. So your business will be more valuable if you have that type of documentation when it comes time to sell. Well, that's important. It's in, and I, I agree with it because it's a longevity game. And, um, you know, I'm on the verge of a thousand, well, no, I'm, I'm at a thousand podcasts. I, I, did I say podcasts? I'm in blogs. We're yeah. on a podcast. She's <laughs> a Pete's. And, and what I have come to learn is how many small business owners appreciate the volume because they can go educate themselves. And then they come to me and they ask me questions and we can just, you know, streamline exactly to what they need, zero in on it and, and pull out because they already have everything and they think I'm a genius. Yeah. Well, I'm not a genius. I'm just persistent. <laughs> and a little, you're a little prolific too. I mean, more than your average bear, so. Well, right, right. And I own that, okay? <laughs> I, I, I do own that, thank you. But what it has done was is it set me as an authority in what I'm speaking of. And that's, that's one of the things that I think is invaluable about how the marketplace has shifted is we need to position ourselves differently in the marketplace, and Inbound does that for us. One of the... Um... I would say hot topic things in the in the inbound marketing world right now is again going back to how our customers are behaving differently and one of the things is they want 24/7 access to you to a resource library to what you have to offer and you you most people aren't going to be able to hire, you know, a 24-hour person to sit and answer questions and be on the phone. So what you're doing with inbound is creating a library of great resources where people feel satisfied because they do have access to you, which is exactly what they're looking for. Yeah. You're building relationship in a very different way and it's on their terms. Yep. Cool. Cool. 
Now, I, I know that we have like one more question to ask you. And we're getting close on time, but let's do it anyway. Okay, okay. I'll keep it short. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be talking about this more anyway. Out of all the things that you could write about in your chapter for this book, why did you choose to write about this? So a lot of small businesses are getting sold a lot of tactics. And I talk about the difference between strategy and tactics in my chapter. So social media posting is a tactic. Email marketing is a tactic. Blogging is a tactic. I think a lot of small businesses kind of get duped because they think, well, this is going to solve my problem. This is going to give me more leads. This is going to give me more sales. This is going to be the silver bullet. And the reality is every business is different. And without looking at a bigger picture strategy, which is exactly what you can take away from my chapter, I give you step-by-step, step, you know, each piece of the puzzle. Yes, you um, do very well, by the way. <laughs> you're just going to spin your wheels and, and maybe you're going to spend money on something that's not working. Um, inbound marketing is measurable. It's very measurable. So if you're not seeing results, you're you're throwing money down the tube, you know? Right. And when, when you say tactics, I go to the term busyness. That's how I refer to it is, is people are doing all this stuff. They don't know why they're doing it because they don't have a strategy as to where it's going to take them. And they're just blasting. They're yep. doing outbound. Yep. And they're wasting their time, which is even worse. If you want to do some outbound and you got plenty of other time because your inbound is rocking, well, that's a different uh, conversation. Yeah. Most people don't have their inbound solid. Right. I know it's something I'm working on. You know, and I've been in business successfully for 15 years and I'm still working on it because you're never done. And think about it this way too. You get, we get told so much like you should, you should, you should, you should be <laughs> blogging. You should be doing email marketing, but what's the point in blogging if no one's finding your site to find that blog? you know, you're right. really spinning your wheels then. So it, it really makes sense to take a step back, look at where your business is, what's happening today in your business, and then how, how what's, what's the priority? You don't have to do this all at once. It can be a step-by-step, -step, you know, phased process. But yeah, the reason that I wrote this chapter was I think a lot of small businesses get a little bit taken advantage of um, because they just don't know or can't wrap their head around a strategy. And this is a strategy that I think is, they can grab onto, I hope. That's my hope for the chapter. Well, and that's good to know because as I read it, I thought it delivered exactly what your intention is, is to introduce people to small business owners, excuse me, small business owners to look at their business the way they need to. Long-term, and for the win. And so often when we do short term, we just do busyness instead of going for the win. And it's easy because you feel like, oh, yay, you did it. But slow down and do what is most appropriate for what you want to accomplish. And that's where you come in. You're, you're all about really helping people deliver their business 
to the next level, whatever that means to them. Yep. So thank you. Well, I'd love for us to chat more, and I'm really glad we have many more to go this year. So listeners, I want to tell you that this is how you can learn more and engage with author Kelly E. Andrew. Start by reading chapter one in the book, Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner. That's volume two with the emerald green cover. And gift your business's performance by accepting the invitation Kelly's offering you on her author page at the end of her chapter. Plus, she also has all of her different social media handles, so you can connect with her too. So here's something that's really cool, listeners. Right now, you can see everything about the book and how to get a hold of Kelly Andrew, E. Andrew, that is, by going to the books app, Brilliant Biz Book. Oh, and if you're listening to this in October, hang tight. We'll have Kelly on that app in probably the next week or two. So if you don't see her yet, when you go look at the app, come on back, she'll be there. But the podcast of this will definitely be hosted there. So that's Brilliant Biz Book, all one word. And we have a really cool feature on the app, and it's called Ask an Expert. If you click on that and you find Kelly's name and you click on her name, you can type in a question, it will immediately go to her, and I bet she'll even respond back. Won't you, Kelly? I promise, I will. Oh, cool, cool, you're a player. I love this. <laughs> okay, so I wanna thank you for your time and your wisdom sharing today, Kelly. You're very welcome, thanks for the opportunity. Yeah, so much more to share, isn't there? I can't wait. Good, good. And listeners, we appreciate you listening to the Brilliant Breakthroughs podcast, where you learn about how to create more brilliant breakthroughs for your small business. Until next week, shine brightly.